0: Here's brandon,
1: welcome back to old space show i am brandon and this is my co-capitan jim
2: in space no one can hear you creak yeah
1: space will keep us together This installment of Old Space Show continues our episode-by-episode travelogue through the second season of Space 1999, where the moon is knocked out of orbit, wandering through outer space, the population of its human-built colony, hoping to stumble upon a new home. Today, we are talking about the 11th episode, Catacombs of the Moon.
2: Dr. Helena Russell wages is a desperate fight for the life of a girl whose husband has visions of Alpha being destroyed by fire. Visions made all the more ominous when a firestorm sweeps toward the moon.
1: This one is directed by Robert Lynn, written by Anthony Turpeloff. We have guest stars here, James Lawrenson and Pamela Stevenson.
2: Sure you have a lot of Pamela Stevenson, but I want to say I recognize James Lawrence right away as Pink's dad from Pink Floyd, the wall. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just, I saw that. It's a face you don't forget very often. But
1: Right, right. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, <laughs> you know, take a drink, folks. Storied career of British television and popular shows like Z Cars, Midsummer Murders, Bergerac, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but yeah, the Pink Floyd, the wall.
2: Um, he was also in the Magic Christian with uh, Peter Sellers and Ringo Starr. That Terry. That's Sullivan right. That,
1: if you're watching Get Back uh, this past uh, mm-hmm. weekend, or well, a couple weeks ago for you folks, but you can watch it at any time. There, that's uh, the the film that Ringo is going to shoot. That has them on a deadline to complete that album. Uh, I Amazing
2: mean, that they're all they all have a deadline because of Ringo. But yeah,
1: yeah, hey, he proved <laughs> to be like the coolest dude out of that whole thing. Like it was. Right. It was amazing. Uh, Lynn, our director, he is a uh, director of Captain Scarlet. Uh, he also did these two movies. Wait, here co- for
2: you. Hold on. What about Pamela oh,
1: Stevenson? We're getting to her last because she's the special. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: One. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Code Seven, he did these two films, Code Seven, Victim Five, and Mozambique. And they're this like James Bond knockoff series, like very Just Franco esque James Bond knockoffs. Uh, they did the Saint. His second unit directing, though. Uh, he did. He was a second unit director on Superman Two, and this show. He did a lot of space. So this was like his graduation was directing an episode. <laughs> he, he was the second unit director on Dracula A.D. nineteen seventy two and the original horror of Dracula for Hammer, and wow. Street cred, third assistant director on Black Narcissus. Mm. So he's got a. He's got a solid little career here. I don't know if he brings any of it to space 1999, where he has been bringing it week to week to week with the second unit stuff. All right. So Pamela Stevenson, she is a, was a Saturday night live cast member in season 10. That was 1984 to 85 years, which that's the Piscopo era. So
2: yeah, who's was the woman who seduced Superman. Yes. Superman Lorelai. 3.
1: Laura from the yeah. he has those um, moments with her, yeah.
2: But before she was on SNL, she was on the Nine O'clock News comedy show for with uh, Rowan Atkinson and all those guys. Before she got picked up by SNL in the eighties. Yeah, 80s she's with, a uh, New
1: Zealander, um, yeah. and she was in also had a part in History of the World Part One. So she is. This is a big get, like for us watching here. I'm like, holy crap! Did not know she was going to appear. I love, I love that. Very
2: cool. Very young in this too, much younger than I'd ever seen her in anything before.
1: Right, yeah. Well, this is like what seventy six. So yeah, so yeah, this is before we would she would lift off into the things we recognize her from. This was uh this one uh, the air date of it was November twenty fifth, nineteen seventy six. Dang, we are like almost on that date there (laughs) with it. Um, so uh, this one begins with um, while Michelle Osgood. Waits in medical center. Her husband is in the catacombs beneath the lunar surface, looking for okay. teranium, a mineral a needed minute, for the Larry, heart to save his wife.
2: Let's start about with all right. Rolling up my sleeves here. Let's start up with Pat, Patrick Osgood here. Okay, yeah, okay. he's down in the he's down in the mines underneath uh, um, space nineteen ninety nine for or the moon base. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to say first of all, we have another of those uh, signs that only say one thing that blinks in yes. this episode, so that's the trope that we've been going through, so I just wanted to mention it. But he's down there in these caves looking this uh, terranium or whatever to save his wife, but he doesn't, like, he's down there with some other guys in the very beginning. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And they're all like, well, uh, if we do that, it's all going to cave in. We're all going to die, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, no, I'm going to do it. I don't care. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, let's not, you know, just disregard safety or, you know, protocol or explosions or anything like that. We're just yeah. going to go do it. You know, let's just go do it. Go on. That's how mining gets done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the tra- yeah. The training will help this artificial heart to save his wife. And like he uses an excessive amount of explosives to like blow this stuff up. Um, oh, he
2: blows the hell out of yeah. it. It's like that. Uh, Atlanta Dairy Queen all over the place. But right. this is when we first start seeing his uh, his visions, right?
1: Which are like, fucking uh, sick.
2: <laughs> well, wait a minute. So he explodes. Yeah. And he passes out. Yep. And all of a sudden, we're on the set of Manos, The Hands of Fate.
1: Oh, uh, if yeah. If you're
2: familiar with that movie, just yep. like a black black nothingness, okay? And then there's a canopy bed, you know, it's like a, f- a full like sash over it or whatever. And and there's Pamela Stevenson laying in this Victorian canopy bed, surrounded by fire, in mm-hmm. a ring of fire. And he's like, I'm coming for you, Michelle. It's all it's like in the, slow motion.
1: Like the lost Bonnie Tyler video. hmm.
2: There's yeah. a bed on fire. A blonde, a blonde lady in the bed. He yells at her. There's no sound. Okay, I mean, that's, it's that's kind, <laughs>
1: kind of, it's kind of cool. It's kind of yeah. like, like I, more, I thought. More,
2: more dark shadows than than. than like. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, that totally. Uh, but this this fire they did apparently raged out of control, and they wound up having to close down production for two days because of
2: this. Nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. It was so uh, worth it.
1: For the love of visions. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, there's um, some of stuff's going around. There's like some a little bit of pandemonium going on inside Alpha.
2: As and- good, good as a few box. I'm sorry. He's a few uh, crackers uh, shy of a full sleeve here. Something I'm right. really wondering like through this whole episode is why they're letting him run around. Okay. Yeah, they, they He's like lose. blowing blowing crap up. He's like, uh oh, I can't find the terrarium. I'm gonna go yell at Helena for a while. Ah, and he goes right. in Helena's face because Helena can't make this like artificial heart out of like this aquarium pump she yeah. has, right? Right. So, the aquarium pump heart's not working. So he goes up there. No, I've seen visions, visions of fire. Only the faith in my visions will save my wife. I'm like First of all, is this guy like an anti-vaxxer or something? Is he a MAGA hat? What's going on? And then the second thing I think is the temperature
1: in the place too. That's his. That's his way to spite them. Yeah. Bring the heat. Right.
2: And then he's like, uh, "Your science hasn't saved my wife." And he, it's just like, why is he letting this guy run around? Like he's obviously a danger to himself and others, right? Right. Like as the episode goes on, it gets worse and worse, and they keep letting him run around. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so well, there's like um, there's like these people when they're going to rescue him from the thing below that um, these guys in they're they're running back or walking through the halls and they have I want to be like uh, excuse me sir uh, do you happen to work in engineering because like they have the word engineering printed on the back suit of their suits like complete dorks
2: yep. just like safety crew too they have yeah. safety on there on their thing as well yeah. I would like by the way, Helen is a lager tree at the beginning of this episode. I know, I know I'm kind of like jumping around a little bit here, mm-hmm. but that happens right after the scene we're talking. Right. About. So I hope it's not too far off, but Helen says it's been 1196 days and her exposition. It's almost like, you know, the top stories on alpha today are right. It's so like the top stories yeah. on alpha today are the blonde lady needs a new heart. We need teranium to get the heat down, and this guy is having visions of alpha, you know, and I'll go uh, explode in fire.
1: Right, right. Um, There's a. So, that's today's news. Yeah. So yeah, like Helen is like trying to like level with this guy. Like, hey, what if we can make an artificial heart without teranium? He's like, no, you cannot.
2: <laughs> and only it... my faith will save my wife.
1: Yeah, she and she like she holds like this like schematic up for him or whatever, and mm-hmm. like it's like it looked like a battery or like a circuit board for like an early like '90s like handheld game, you know, like yeah, the, if the, you didn't have a Game Boy, you were stuck with that thing, like right, like the Tiger Tiger Electronics, yes, yeah, like nobody yeah. wanted it. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. It, it like it says
2: you, Space Invaders on it,
1: right. He, uh, so like, he he gets all pissed, and I have this like, "Your medical science, your advanced quackery is no substitute for the truth. Only faith can outface death." And he like scoffs off, and I was like, uh, "This is the, the faith versus science episode, isn't it?"
2: It seems to be, and he is like just out of hand, though, man. Yeah, yeah. He gets really on to Helena as the episode goes on. Um, oh, I forgot to mention. I'm sorry. Uh, Tony gets top billing among the other uh, cast this time. Yeah. And then uh, Ziana Merton is back. Yeah, Sandra, Sandra is
1: back. Yes, I was. I, I got excited when I saw her. I was like, "Yeah, Sandra's <laughs> back." Yeah. So after that, dude, like scoffs out. Like uh, Helena asks John to release some teranium to use in her next attempt to like fix this heart, and he refuses, saying they can't spare it during this crisis situation, but he has faith that Helena will prevail. No, It's like, oh, can't help you. Bye now. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, is, this is your episode, Barbara. I'm out. And he gives Tony
2: command in his yes. absence. Like Maya and Helena are all
1: standing right there.
2: <laughs> but no, it's the 70s. We're going to give it to Tony.
1: Tony. Tony, yeah. Uh, Tony's got it. Yeah, Tony's, like, having difficulty accepting the Patrick guy's visions. Um, and this Patrick. Really,
2: Tony was the best man at this dude's wedding. He says that as part of it, right?
1: Oh, I missed that.
2: He yeah, did. Yeah, Tony's like, I was the best man at your wedding. You can trust me, buddy. I'm like, whoa, because this, this guy's insane.
1: <laughs> I love when they do the thing where they, like, try to make, a like, a rando for an episode important with something like that. Right. with just the line, like, I was the best man at your wedding. Right, um, right. Oh,
2: it's gosh. Just, it's just funny because, like, the, um, Tony snaps at Sandra. Like, the first scene we see back of Sandra is Tony snapping at her. Like, yeah. he talks to Koenig, and Koenig, uh, Koenig is out of there, I guess, uh, on a reconnaissance mission to find out why everything's getting so hot, right? Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Right, yeah.
1: Uh, the heat the heat <laughs> waves, fly yeah. around
2: blindly in space, looking around.
1: So, uh, you know. So it's, that's, they how,
2: can... that's how that works.
1: So they can film an episode with him at the same time <laughs> as they're filming this. So, that's why.
2: So as the place is getting hotter, Oscar's like, uh oh, oh, see, I told you. And um, we get that new medical guy who's like super sarcastic. Oh, yeah. Like we're talking about how he's like, they switched out the medical guys. Mm-hmm. This one's like, oh, well, that'll work. Gee. Right. I'm like, Dang. I turn well, down the sass a little bit, bud.
1: Right. And then, well, like, Tony and Patrick get in a fight. And, like, Maya has to, like, she walks by and, like, transforms into a dog and uh, gets the gun from, like, right. Patrick's hand. And he runs off. But, like, I was like.
2: I like mm-hmm. the scene right before this, though, where Tony's in the um, the the hyper explosive room, right? Mm-hmm. the first of all, the room says, warning, explosives on the door. And you open it up, it looks like an office, like, storage closet or something. Yeah. And he he goes out of his way. Hey, be careful with that. It could blow up. Hey, he (laughs) says stuff like that, like, two or three times, you know? And then Oscar comes up and he says, hey, watch it. You might blow those up. It's like, okay, we got to check off. Put your gun down. All right. Put it
1: down. Well, (laughs) I love that Maya, like, for being, like, this alien that can turn into anything, like, She sure turns into a lot of earthbound, like human knowing known things
2: for not being (laughs) for not being from Earth or anything,
1: right? Sure does turn, and it's funny. Like both her scenes, I noticed uh, that this one and the the one we're gonna talk about next time uh, were filmed at the same time, and you can tell how they got around. Like so, Maya, both her like scenes in this are just her by herself walking around a corner, seeing some action and transforming.
2: Right. She has that space mini dress in this episode because mm-hmm. it's so hot. So. Right. Well, something for the men and some of the ladies, too.
1: Yeah, there you go. Something for everybody right there with Maya. Um, <laughs> yeah, get, yeah. I, I put that. Yeah, it is getting hot and sweaty on Alpha, and so are the outfits. wow. <laughs> Right? So...
2: But, like, he... he But, like, Osgood, like, runs away after this, right? After this. Right, yeah, he
1: runs down the hall, yeah. But they find him unconscious. Runs off? Yeah.
2: They find like him, they,
1: yeah. yeah, they find him unconscious at the medical center and he wakes up and tells Helena that he's wired himself as a human explosive and demands that she bandage his arm and take him to his wife. And, uh, Tony, like, and Helena try to convince him that she'll die without a new heart but he's certain only his faith can save her and he calls Michelle... And Helena tells him that Michelle is sedated and can't hear him, but she wakes at the sound of his voice.
2: Now, wait a minute. Let me ask something real quick. There's a few scenes, right? Where she's like under. Yep. Like she's sleeping or whatever. And they're talking. Mm -hmm. Like, can they talk to each other in their dreams in this? I don't know. She doesn't seem like to remember what they say. So I'm like wondering, you know, is this, is this deep affectionate love or just psychotic obsession? I can't, I can't tell, you know what I mean? Because, like, he could be making all this up in his head, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a part where he's, and they're like, you know, okay, well, where did you go? Hmm. Okay, well, he's an explosives expert. And there's an explosives room right here in the direction he went. Let's not look there. (laughs) Let's not look there. No, that makes makes no sense at all. We have all these sentries all looking around like, oh, he's going to come back here for his wife. But, like, they don't think to look in the place where he would most likely be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's really funny. And I love that they keep testing the heart over and over, and it keeps breaking. Yeah. And it's, like, literally just an aquarium pump they're putting to, like, a VU meter. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, <there laughs> they, was also- the, with oh. a
2: sound effect, you know.
1: Right. There was also a, uh, a moment where the... Uh like you're lying about being the best man the other guy's like he did something and it was like a really bad delivery he's like easy tony old buddy i was like oh it was just the way like it felt so forced right like tony easy old tony old, old that wasn't here bunchy. last season <laughs> right um and then so we we check in on uh koenig just to let you know he's still there he's in a ship and he finds a heat wave, but he has, like, a shit fit at the guy he's piloting with. The guy goes, hey, what a cloud. And he goes, no need to state the obvious.
2: Koenig is <laughs> having a rough day. He's out, in you yeah. go all by himself, and uh, he's missing out on Helena and uh, uh, Maya walking around in skirts. He's bumming.
1: Right. He's got, like, some, like, he's like, ah, oh, I'm out with looking at this, like, wave of heat stuff. Uh, back to you, Helena. And <laughs> <laughs> And
2: like, give us a terradium. And and Cody's like, (laughs) can't hear you. (laughs) Signal breaking up. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sorry, I can't solve your moral dilemma.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, Tony decides to let her have it, uh, figuring they may not survive anyway. Uh, Heads down the catacombs to find Patrick and Michelle back. Um, And there's a guy like with Tony, like there's a guy that goes, hey, Tony, I'd even settle for a beer. Like, bring it back up that he's a brewer.
2: Ah, continuity.
1: That's like the only character trait that Tony has. I kind of dig, yeah. dig it. I kind of dig
2: it. He flirts really poorly, and he makes <laughs> beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he can't carry a scene, but he sure can carry a pint.
2: Well, I hope so. Um, everybody's got to have a talent, right?
1: Right, right. It's nice he has something. Um, so, uh, the Patrick... Uh, And Michelle, like, take off down the catacombs. Uh, Michelle's too, a lot of good
2: jazz, a lot of good jazz in the sequence. Yes, yes, a lot of bongos and a lot of wah wah guitar. I like to, when they have something's happening in this show, they'll they'll bring in that like jazz, uh, music. It's really fun, uh, different than what you're used to, you know, for action sequence, I guess, in a sci fi show,
1: right? No, true. Uh, Helena uh, like ends up being able to make the heart and she's like yeah, b- get Michelle back here please we can we can uh. do this uh, and Tony gets deeper in the catacombs and Tony to- like Patrick forces his wife to keep moving uh, increasing the strength uh, pummel the surface of the moon Tony manages to catch up with the Osgoods but Patrick knocks out their flashlight like he, throw- he like throws this rock at them that I laughed uh. I thought that was hilarious yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, he goes. Uh, he's unable to follow in the dark. Uh, Tony summons Maya, figuring she will be able to see in the dark, so she turns into a tiger. I'm like, well, that, you no. Know, I
2: wanted to is. mention as a codicil to what you were saying before. When she doesn't turn into an uh, Earth um, uh, animal, she always turns into a super specific alien with a super specific ability. Right. Right. Like in the next episode, we're going to talk about it as well. Foreshadow it. But yeah, it's, oh, it's the alien who poops gold, you know,
1: that we need. Yeah, we need that gold. Um, But yeah, there's a line delivery from Tony that was awful here too. He goes, he says something like, that's another thing I like about you. You're always upbeat. And I'm like, man, it was a clever line where it was at, and he's like he could not deliver it. Like they were giving this guy something nice, and he
2: tonied it out. No, it's like that's like a T-ball line, and he, he whiffed it.
1: Right. Um, but she keeps Patrick away from Michelle so Tony can get her out. The cave collapses on Patrick His shock waves get worse on the lunar surface. Tony has two security guards bring Michelle to medical center while he remains to unbury Patrick. And then we get sci-fi heart implant surgery, <laughs> uh, which yeah, it's a success. Scalpel, cool. yeah,
2: yeah. It was very quick though. I am surprised. Laser usually, scalpel. It would, it would usually yeah, usually this kind of thing they extend that uh, out a lot. You know, right. Wasn't wasn't really ex- uh, too bad this time.
1: No, no. Um, but yeah, her her vital signs are weak though. Uh, question. They question her chance of survival. Tony breaks Patrick in on a stretcher. When she sees him, they immediately knows that she will be fine, and the, and the fire She had Padme's gone.
2: disease, dude.
1: Yeah, she. Oh, she had the. Yeah.
2: She had Padme's disease. She had lost the will to live without her. Uh, her love.
1: That's <laughs> all I just exactly while it watching, no, I'm yeah. like, oh
2: my god, this is where they got the idea to kill off Natalie Portman. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, it came from Space 1999.
2: God damn it, George Lucas, you son of a bitch! you see?
1: You you brilliant son of a bitch, you. Uh, So in the epilogue, uh, Helena and Tony discuss how Patrick was able to predict the firestorm. Helena theorizes that the stress on Patrick may have made him receptive to an intelligence in the firestorm. Helena thanks John for the training, telling him that it saved Michelle Osgood's life, who we'll never see again. John starts to balk. But realizes that all's well that ends well. Laughing, laughingly, just goes with it. <laughs> Elena welcomes <laughs> him back with a big smile, and he has like this creepy smile on that screen. Oh my god! Like,
2: they always try for these like little jokey stinger at the ends uh, of the sec- second season episodes, and they almost never
1: land. No, they're all weird. They're like, like, yeah, it's like <laughs>
2: I'm so staged. I'm so, I can't keep stage laughing. Someone help me!
1: Like, whoa, wow
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't help that it's funny or, you know, about as funny as a crutch.
1: Right.
2: That's what they usually say anyway.
1: So. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that, that was a interesting one here. Something, Oosh. something a bit different. Got to get to see some skimpy clothes on those Alphans.
2: That guy just, I don't know. It's like after the first five minutes, I'm just like, why is they letting him run around? Why don't they lock him up? They should put him somewhere away where he's not going to hurt anybody, you know? Yeah. But, um. Yeah, it was it was cool to see Sandra back, though.
1: So. Yeah, Sandra was nice, even though she was not like an integral part to the episode. But yeah, hey, uh, yeah,
2: all she did was have Tony yell at her. But whatever.
1: Even though we, hey, anytime we get a season one veteran, it's exciting. I'm there, I'm there for it. Um, but that'll do it for another Moonbuggy adventure. In the meantime, Jim, where can people keep up with you? Well,
2: every week you can catch me on Nothing's On on the com with uh, Donnie Salvo and Daryl Taylor. We look at a week's worth of entertainment, movie, and TV news and what we've been watching and a bunch of emails from our listeners. We have a very lively crowd. That's every week on the com At hwlod.com, you can check out The Walking Dead TV podcast. Where right now, we're covering Fear of the Walking Dead and uh, The Walking Dead World Beyond, which is coming to its series finale. Uh, next week. So you, we've been following since the beginning, and you can follow along with us. Uh, check that out at HHWLOD.com.
1: All right, hashtag Tony on tap. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon Forky, UHT, written work at YSOBlue.com. There is more from the Brandon Peters show this very week. But until then. Alpha Out.
0: Thank you for listening.